When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the brighter side. Aliens are real. Alert, alert. Danger, danger, danger. Pew, 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 pew. What if they came and they were just like really small and we just kicked them? I mean, that's possible. It could be anything. You know, <laughs> it could be Chewbacca and it ends up being a Star Wars advertisement. You oh. never know what's going to happen. You know, there was a, a thing I found fascinating. Somebody went to a psychologist's office and they, they drew somebody they found in their dream mm-hmm. and they left it on the desk and then somebody else, like a month later, they saw the picture on the desk and they're like, oh my God, I saw that in my dream. And then these psychologists were sharing it all across the world, the same weird face in this dream. And I was like, that's super cool. It was an advertisement. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. I guess. I guess. I mean, that guy who made the advertisement deserves a raise. <laughs> Otherwise... This is the brighter side. Ahmed Larson. That was Amber Nelson. Mary Kelly's here as always. And joining us is our resident comedian alien expert, right? That's safe to say. Yeah. Matt McCarthy. How you doing, buddy? What's going on? Well, hello there, everyone. I'm here. And you can tell that he's an alien fan by his fish concert t-shirt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> For all- Purchased with cash at the Fabulous Forum last summer. Ooh. For all you listeners out there, just imagine Matt wearing a uh, like this little like, uh, head thing with Antenna. the antennas, and they're all bopping around. Mm-hmm. That's what he's wearing right now. Came dressed for the occasion. Yes, he's very serious. <laughs> for shiz. So, Matt. For shiz. Do we, uh, what's going on with this alien thing? We were talking about it. A fighter pilot saw an object hovering over the water, right? Yeah. And the, it was the Pentagon. It, they, it's now public. The New York New York Times did an article about this mm-hmm. that the Pentagon admits that it had a. Uh, and this is so classic. They're like, yeah, we did, but we don't have it anymore. From 2007 to 2012, 2012 is when they claim it ended. Yeah. Uh, a, uf a secret UFO program. But it was they only put $22 million into it, was wow. what I was reading on the way over here. Right. Which is not that much money. No, no. man. It's nothing. Also, 2007, 2012, do you think aliens just came for the ska music? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You bastard. <laughs> For some Zoot Suit Riot? I think I that's why so. they came down. Do you remember the, the band Supernova? What is their hit song? Um, Stars? Well, they had a song called Chewbacca, uh, which was on like the Clerks soundtrack. Oh, I don't okay. think they ever really had a hit song. Oh. But they, they had a couple records in the 90s. And that was their gimmick, was that they were from outer space. <laughs> and uh, my brother saw them one time in Providence, and it was like you could tell that they were kind of getting burned out on the gimmick. Because like, in between songs, the singer, he goes like, yeah, that's us. We're Supernova. We're from outer space. That's our spaceship outside with California plates. Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that guy on the subway who would always have like whatever year it was glasses and he had this saxophone and he was just god awful he'd be like I'm an alien he's just yeah. like I'm an alien I mean I love them I always gave him money we had a conversation one time because he kept he would leave the uh, doors and then come back around because the train was stalled and he just yeah. kept coming back in and forgetting that he was just in the train <laughs> and we had the same interaction because I think he said my name is Lord Space Darts or whatever and I was like is that your God given name and then he'd laugh and then play the sax and then leave and then come back my name is Lord Space Darts is that your God given name and then he'd laugh and that happened like five times (laughs) (laughs) I love alien music P-Funk used to do a lot of alien stuff oh yeah they were from outer space they were also they would land a spaceship right Mm -hmm. on the stage now, who else did the David ed- Bowie was from outer space? Spiders from Mars. Mm-hmm. I'm very. I, I I think it's a good trope. Sun Ra, the beginning of that movie. Man, yeah. Sun Ra. Mm-hmm. I saw Sun Ra orchestra. He's dead, oh. but I saw the his band still tours. And it's fucking freaky, awesome. You gotta go check it out sometime. Yeah. But so, these aliens. So not all. So they're just admitting that there was a a, a program that, to study them. That they were looking into, you know, footage that of the unexplained of. You know, testimony from people who claim that uh, they either witnessed things or were abducted. (gasps) My favorite thing about this article, so the program, which was very shadowy for a long time, was created by Harry Reid, who's a Nevada Democrat, who is a Senate majority leader. And most of the money went to Robert Bigelow, who currently works for NASA, but used to work there. And he said on 60 Minutes, he absolutely is convinced that they exist and they visit Earth. Yeah. Ooh. I feel like if anyone could blow this thing open, it's Harry Reid. <laughs> a Democrat in Nevada is a perfect storm. I mean, that's where the aliens go mostly, right? The middle of the desert? Yeah, it seems like they're cool. that, and that, that's where... Oh, no, well, Roswell's in New Mexico, but it's that same area of the country, yeah. you yeah. know? A lot of landing space. A lot of landing space. And maybe, like, it's the temporal climate. Like, maybe, like, their Mars is, seems like it'd be similar to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Very dry and very cold at night. Well, I think as far as some know. of the, the theories, probably. They, they like a nice dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> like um, old people. Yeah, some of the, yeah, some of the, the, the speculation I've heard is that, because that's where we tested, you know, the nuclear bombs or did... Um, or even just like, you know, the military bases out there, like us flying our own crap yeah. might attract them. So I don't know. I, I actually don't know the answer. Now, do you think aliens are um, hiding themselves as they, homeschool kids? They might be. They might You're be. like, sorry, I'm weird. I was just a homeschool kid. You're like, oh, they might okay. just have gambling problems, too. That oh. might be it. High rollers. <laughs> Man, so is there something? Would you, would you be scared of aliens, or would you be more welcoming? What do you think? 
Maybe a little like, bit of both. Because your first instinct is kill him. Get him out of here. That's, that's what courage really is, Ed. Is <laughs> to be scared yet welcoming. <laughs> Spoken like the new Alabama senator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't. That's just. My instinct is to be scared because it's. True, that's the most unknown unknown that there is, right? Yeah. yeah. And also, what do we do with things that are dumber than us? Cage them and eat them. Yes. Right. Because then even like well-meaning scientists, their an immediate response would be like, oh, wow, we need to cut you open and look at what's going on in there. I yeah. mean, think about it. If we went to another planet, we would, if we saw something moving around, we'd snatch it and bring it home. Like we right. <laughs> without even thinking about it. It really wouldn't be, you know, like you you you'd like to if an alien comes here, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like shoot it and then cut it open and figure out. I I think we have human beings have this idea if we went to another country, uh, another country, another planet, it would be like a ticker tape parade and then like yeah. like you're our new king and then like no, I have to get back to earth. And they're like no, stay. But, very similar to where the wild things are, I think, yeah. is what we think. <laughs> visiting another. We'll gobble you up. Stay. I always say the saddest life would be to go to outer planets, experience the outer worlds, and then come back and have to get a job at Home Depot. That would be mm-hmm. tough. Horrible. And you're just helping people load lumber in their car, and they're talking to you, and you're just like, you know, I've been to Venus. It's <laughs> like, okay, he's had one of his trips again. I think <laughs> I've met that cashier. So with Venus and Mars, there's no chance really of life on those planets, Mars, right? Mars, there's, there's, there's possibility of life underneath the soil of Mars. Oh, yeah? And you've seen, like, the faces on Mars, like the little the weird spaceship man. Yeah. And there's, like, yeah. tunnels. Like, there's a way scientists right. track tunnels in Mars. There's a great book called Dark Mission by Richard Hoagland where he talks about, you know, pictures of Mars and stuff and how that these were probably... Um, old pyramids and then there's one famous picture that he's always pushing which some people are like no it's just shadows but then he argues it with you know math and the geometric whatever mm-hmm. uh that it's uh, that it's a sphinx face wow on mars um but then his other big thing because that he he put that stuff out in a book i forget what it was called in like the you know 80s or 90s but Dark Mission focuses more on like NASA uh, and uh, Jet Propulsion Laboratories having like occult, uh, you know, uh, like secret occult backgrounds and stuff. And that the reason um, what happened, the, he says we did go to the moon. All yeah. the Apollo moon landings were real. The reason that they faked the original footage is because when they got there, they found all these ancient glass structures <laughs> that they couldn't explain. <laughs> What's really interesting, though, is if you can like Google some of this, is that a part of the Apollo um, procedure was when the astronauts would come back from the moon, they would go under hypnosis as just part of, like, therapy air quotes yeah. to like reacclimate them back into earth and stuff and then some of them there i forget his name we could find it easily one of them uh talked about how he was very disturbed that he could not remember going to the moon at all oh my gosh and then i feel like there's also like a from quote, the original like buzz aldrin well with buzz aldrin somebody asked him 
uh, how did it feel when you went on? Don m- Petit. That sounds right. Don Pettit. Yeah, Don Pettit. Mm-hmm. Th- that might be a, a New York Yankee. I'm gonna <laughs> Andy Pettit. That's Andy <laughs> Pettit, former Marlin. I will say that the, everything that comes up for astronauts can't remember going to moon is a lot of YouTube videos. So, oh, I don't what, you expect me to sit here and read this? <laughs> <laughs> Throw it on the widescreen. <laughs> what was interesting is I remember reading something that Buzz Aldrin was asked, uh, sir, how did it feel being on the moon? And he's like, I was so proud of my country. It was, you know, it was incredible. And the, and the guy was like, no, 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 no. Like very stock answers. He's like, no, no, no. Like, what did it actually feel like? And then the guy said that Buzz Aldrin like got visibly upset and then like ended the interview because he couldn't he realized like he couldn't remember the actual feelings of it oh. that might just be a he's losing his memories though wow. he's, he's, that my he's, he's in a, my be. But yeah, I mean he's been known he's 50 years ago he took a swing at someone else oh yeah. no he punched him straight in the mouth <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's yeah. definitely on YouTube that's yeah. my favorite YouTube the guy video. says to him he's like I think you're a liar you didn't go to the moon and pop <laughs> Good for him. I mean, if I yeah. went to the moon, I'd smack a bitch. <laughs> it's your greatest. Th- it's the greatest accomplishment yeah. of man. And it's always yeah. like you didn't do it. It's just no. like some schmuck with a camera in your right. face. Of course, he smacked him. I love it. It makes me so happy. There is breaking news about Mars. What Ooh. is it? They figured out why there's no life on Mars. Why? Because basically, the water interacts with the lava that's bubbling up from the surface, and so the soil there is very spongy, so water can't accumulate. There's no, no life on Mars. No, came out to, came Cross out Mars off the list. Hmm. I've never been able to figure this out. Are there polar ice caps on Mars? There's ice. Yeah, there has to be. Ice. It's so cold. Yeah. It has to be So ice. that's water, right? But they're just saying like nothing could live in it? I've heard there's organisms yes. on Mars, like little microscopic, like very basic cellular organisms. Like Earth, Mars has a north and south pole, but while Earth's polar ice caps consist mostly of water ice, Mars... Polar caps are mostly water ice and carbon dioxide ice. Mm. Now, are the polar ice caps on Mars melting? They do melt. As the Martian seasons change, the carbon dioxide ice sublimates, vaporizes in the summer, revealing the surface, and freezes again in the winter. I guess so, my question is, Is are they melting like like ours are? Mm-hmm. Like, our, like our polar ice caps are melting, whereas it's like... Going to ruin the planet. Yeah, bad. They yeah. melt like ours. However, um, it's dry ice. Instead of regular ice, oh, that's so fun. it turns that's into so vapor. That's so cool. It's like a spooky Halloween all the time. It's like <laughs> my friend uh, Vin McGinn did a uh, a science fair project once about uh, cryogenics, and he had a Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker doll that he like his dad legit got him a piece of dry ice, yeah. and he put him inside of it. Oh, oh man! Yeah, he had to put on like big rubber gloves to hold it. So it. cold it burns. That blew my fucking mind when I was a kid. It makes me so happy. Sometimes with my Amazon fresh order, they'll send some dry ice with that. Uh. I, I always have fun. <laughs> put it. I put it. You know what's great? Take a bunch of dry ice with your Amazon fresh. Put it in the toilet. Take a day <laughs> peeing on it, pooping on it. It's great. Oh, it just steams. <laughs> yeah, it just it's bizarre. Why are you steaming? Is poop steam in your bathroom. I know it's my time. But it might it splash up. <laughs> What if dry ice splashes up from the poo-poo and gets on your butt? It doesn't. I was watching yeah. an episode of Frasier last night where his dad was yelling at him for putting toast on the counter. And he's like, there's toast sweat on the counter now. <laughs> <laughs> I think if there's aliens, it would come from away from this galaxy. They'd be like far, far away. Absolutely. Probably. I mean, then, yeah. I mean, forget Mars. I mean, Mars has got, if it got, it's got anything, it's got like bacteria and shit. Well, there's yeah. one, one of the moons of Jupiter, I think... <laughs> I want to say Europa, maybe. 
uh, they think might have a similar atmosphere to Earth. But it's got to be so cold. Well, it's... Uh, but it would uh, any life forms that grew like developed there would be used to the cold. Yeah, like polar bears and shit. Well, it's a moon no. of, of Jupiter, so it's no, Eddie. It, it might be far enough away that it because it's like half of Jupiter's frozen, the other half is super hot or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so that's where it is, maybe. maybe. But they're not building spaceships and that shit. No, it's, my favorite conspiracy about aliens is when you think about the classic look of an alien. It's got big eyes, long yeah. fingers, gray skins, Unsolved tiny mouth. Unsolved mysteries, Classic. alien. Yeah, so the invention of the computer. Imagine years from now what humans would look like. Big eyes from looking at the screen, small mm. mouths and speaking less, grayer skin from being indoors, longer hands. That means what if the aliens are just us from the future mm-hmm. and that's why they haven't attacked us yet because they'd be essentially attacking themselves. Yeah, ruining their own existence. You just explained the plot of the 4400. <laughs> What's that? That was, it started as a mini series and then it went to series, but it was like the, in the pilot, all these people that disappeared over the years who everyone, you know, were, they just disappeared. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they're all back and they, <clears throat> none of them have aged a day. Ooh. And so the youngest person, this little girl, she was actually technically the oldest person because she got abducted in like 1945. And then it was all this question of, was it alien abductions? Did the aliens bring them back? And then the, the payoff at the end of the miniseries was that it was people from the future that took them and then brought them back. So and aliens don't exist? Not on the 4400. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do you get into the Fermi paradox at all? That's my favorite. What's that? Fermi paradox is the where is everybody idea. I pulled it up because it's got a couple points. Okay. It's... Uh, it's by uh, the scientist er- er- Enrico Fermi, which is uh, it's all about the contradiction about the lack of evidence and high probability of there being extraterrestrial. Mm-hmm. So the idea is there's billions of stars in our galaxy that are similar to the sun. And many of those stars are billions of years older than our current solar system. Mm-hmm. With high probability, some of these stars have Earth-like planets. And if Earth is typical, some might develop intelligent life. Some of these civilizations might develop interstellar travel because Earth's already reached that. And if they're older and had more time to develop carbon-based life forms, they'd have more time to develop intelligently. So even at the slow pace of current envisioned interstellar travel, the Milky Way galaxy could be completely traversed in a few million years. So where is everybody? If the universe is as big as it is and the probability of every solar system having one to two planets that are far enough from their suns that they could develop life Mm -hmm. and if life tends to become more intelligent you would think we'd be seeing more aliens so the question is is intelligence very very rare in the universe or are we too early are we one of the first planets to develop intelligence that we can explore the stars or are we one of the last and every species that gets smart enough to explore the stars also destroys itself oh fuck that's Maybe the other planets just have bad funding. Yeah. You know, they can't make spaceships. That's See, I always thought it was more like we were just kind of like the Santa Monica of, <laughs> of galaxies of just like, it's too fucking far. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. <clears throat> they get here and we're like, Pokemon, go. And they're like, right. we got to get out of here. It's like, you guys just got the, the fucking uh, A-team. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're that we're the, the oh you guys are 
just getting Blu-ray discs. But isn't it like, you know? for as far as like our spaceships go, aren't they run? Like, don't you need like, how much gasoline well, do you right. need? Yeah. Here's the problem is that we, we are traveling just like we do in a car from point A to point B, mm-hmm. right? Um, or, or, or more accurately, uh, if we're trying to get from A to C, we have to go through B, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what the theory is is that the interstellar travel might be, and this is, um, I forget what it's called, but they talk about Somebody explains this obviously better than I do, <laughs> but this is not my idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that they can they can cut a little hole in like you know the universe or the space time continuum whatever and then Stranger jump. Things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a pencil. That's it. exactly what I'm picturing in my head, and I'm trying to. Like, that's exactly it. Go from a, directly from A you to C. You fold the fabric yeah. of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. So that the two points are closer together. So, right. So you save money on gas. Or alternatively, there's the idea that. Our conception, we've always used the same kind of thing of using combustible materials in order to project ourselves forward. So the way we use cars, that's also kind of how we use uh, travel into space, is it's a physical thing that we have to destroy in order to propel ourselves. Mm. However, if we could master, for example, nuclear fission to the point where it's a self-replicating, self-contained process that creates the emotion then you wouldn't right. have to use up physical things because it would be a constant eternity ending. Because that's the question with all these videos, like with the, the, the pilot having his thing. Uh, uh, they like they saw it, and he's like, oh, that's a drone. That's got to be a drone. But then the way it starts moving, they're like, we don't understand what is making it move and how it's moving so quickly. Mm-hmm. There's know? lots of crazy witness accounts. There was a guy a long time ago, like 60s, I think he was going from somewhere in Australia, and it's like a simple flight, and then you have him on the radio, and he's just like, hey, um, I I see some lights. I see some lights flashing. Oh, my God, I've never seen something like this before. And then his plane is just gone, and you can't find it. It was a very, like, popular route, and you can't find any scraps of an airplane. You can't find any trace of this man. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit. It's, uh, it's so good. What about the idea that aliens don't exist in all these instances are top secret military missions and anyone who sees the planes gets uh, blanked out? Could be. Interesting. That's yeah. also wild, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in for that. And, I mean, it does stand to reason, whereas, you know, like we're still driving around in automobiles and that technology is what over 100 years old mm-hmm. when yeah. clearly there has to be something like the fact that we like the earth has a magnetic pull and gravity and stuff that surely we'd be able to prepare ourselves just with like magnets or some shit you know oh, of course but you know that would that that goes to a whole nother you know we'd have to end right. the war and all that stuff you know if we wanted to do that so it would stand to reason that there is some but i mean like Right now, we, we all have computers in our pockets that are more powerful than what they use to send the Apollo astronauts to the fucking moon. Yes. You know? So there's something isn't adding up here. Well, we got it all happened so fast. I mean, cars mm-hmm. were like 1902. Airplanes were like 1914. So like straight from car to like a decade later, we're flying in the air. Yeah. And then 1950, we're in outer space. Right. Like that is for all of time. That's a really short amount of time. And now we for peaked. us to just figure it all out. We haven't. Now that was our peak. Yeah. 
Do you think I mean, we've developed bigger technology, but the government's like, I don't think people would be interested in it yet? Or well, would I hope take that... It? Maybe. Flying maybe cars, p- for example, I think is a terrible idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, if, you know, the we've amount got of times... Car- we got flying buses. We got flying buses? Planes are basically flying buses. Oh, yeah, but there are planes, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Did you get your flying bus ticket? <laughs> Spirit. I only take spirit, so that's yeah. my opinion. I oh, hate yeah. it when they the call it a bus. I'm like, why are you calling it a bus? Buses break down, and they have crackheads on them. I mean, yeah. I'm so do planes. 30,000 feet in the air. Please <laughs> yeah. have some class right now. You ever read, uh, the movie sucks, but do you ever read The Mothman Prophecies? No. Such an amazing book. Because um, it is, it's about, you know, the men in black, like people would, I mean, <clears throat> it, it. is it aliens? Is it? Some unknown phenomenon. I mean, what's interesting is, is I forget the name of the guy who wrote it, but he starts, and then the subsequent books, he starts getting into of, like, the idea of what we might think are aliens today yeah. is just, like, using, not applied knowledge. There's a different term for it. But, like, we see something in the sky, we're just like, oh, that's a UFO, that's an alien. We're assuming that, whereas... Uh, you know, 500 years ago, they would see potentially they would see the same thing mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, it's those are fairies." Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he looks at all those different things of like um, all these different phenomenon have been happening since you know recorded history, and then trying to connect the dots between all of them. But then, like the main thing is is whatever town Mothman prophecies takes place in. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah, wow. West Virginia. And it's like in, in this area near like the Ohio Valley where... Um, Dreadful place. Native American tribes never lived there wow. and like would avoid it. And then us dumbasses were like, well, we'll fucking live there. And yeah. now all of a sudden it's like people are vanishing. There's a giant mothman flying around. <laughs> like, <laughs> clearly they knew better. So it was this thing of like people who would uh, witness the Mothman. Lots of times, um, kind of like the Men in Black would show up, but it was more like this is what was really creepy. Is it, they were j- the, the way that people would describe uh, it would either be one man or two men, just dressed in like plain clothes and like as plain clothes as you could, uh, all black with like a hat, and then like a car that didn't really look like any model car they'd ever seen, just kind of like a car. And then it just brings up the question of like, could it, maybe it's people, maybe it's aliens trying to pretend to be people. Maybe it's people from the future that are going so far back in time that they're just like, we don't know exactly how to dress in this particular era, so we're just going to approximate it type of thing. Mm. Or if they're jumping around, you right. can wear a black suit in the 50s or 2010 or yeah, 2050. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, there That's are certain awesome. secret sects of the government. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no kidding, no right? Kidding. I, back, mean, I remember back in college, there was a guy, normal dude, total normal, and he took a poetry class to try to get an A to raise his GPA. Mm-hmm. But he checks out this poetry book from Egypt, and then uh, the next day, I didn't learn about this till a good 15 years later when I made a post about something else online, but he checks out this book. And uh, the next day, these men come to his apartment. They were not involved in the campus. They did not have warrants. They did not have badges. But they were very uh, 
well-spoken and very intimidating, and they just barged in his place, found the book, talked to him for about half an hour, and then they just, like, figured out he wasn't, he was just a dude, and then left. Um, because apparently that guy influenced uh, the, the Muslim Brotherhood. So we didn't know that, mm-hmm. but yeah, no one was knew it them. the anarchist cookbook. No, it was uh, Kutip, K U T P B. He was an Egyptian poet. Came to America, didn't like us. Went back, started some revolution. Was locked in jail. Kept writing these manifestos. Was killed in jail. And then the day of his death, mm. there was like a school, and like Osama bin Laden took the class. All these kids. But prisoners can, are still allowed it's to like read Mein Kampf. It's like the yeah. first Sex Pistols concert. Like yeah, Osama yeah. bin Laden was there. I yeah, told yeah. Khomeini. Yeah. Noriega. Yeah, but he saw that, like, I guess the men in black, just these two dudes just showed up and, like, got it, talked to him. Fascinating. Yeah. So that exists. Of course it does. I, I know um, Scientology as well. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that they're aliens, but I'm saying, they like, they, they have, uh, you know, they'll come find you if you start writing stuff about them. Mm-hmm. I, I had a, I had a, when I was working in, for the burn, we were like, all right, so let's take down Scientology. Oh, and, two of the, and two of the writers were like, nope, won't do it. Know a guy who got his house ransacked yeah. for the FBI after he after he did the after he did the Scientology, you know, what? roast on Scientology. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 And so the the writers refused to do a piece on Scientology. The FBI came to his house. Yeah, well, that's what they were saying. I mean, I they, they didn't seem like they were scared of anything else, and so yeah. I believed them. You know. <laughs> Have you seen the one? Uh... It's probably on Netflix. There's so many good Scientology docs, but there's one where the guy is. It's 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 a documentary about him making a fake movie about Scientology. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. Is it my Scientology movie? I think no, that's, that's Louis ex- Thoreau. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I think that's exactly what it's called. Oh. Okay. Have you watched it? I haven't watched it. I just know it exists. So good. So that's it, right? It's not a fake one. Louis Thoreau did a real one, though. No, no, no. But in the movie, mm-hmm. in the doc, it's he's making like because oh. they're recreating, right? And the whoever, like one of the like the number two guy or number three guy who left the church is involved in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 a way for him to the the filmmaker to try to get more candid because the guy's still very guarded. Try to get more information out of him by doing these reenactments and stuff. Which is also fascinating in and of itself because yeah. you're seeing reenactments of what, you know, mm-hmm. plenty of people who've left the church say happened in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Louis Thoreau teamed up with former senior church official Mark uh, Rathburn. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. I know we're getting off topic, but but, you, see the the, I... but you see Louis Thoreau's like thing is expose in the Miami jail in the nineties. No, <laughs> oh, I'm ter- in. It's I'm terrifying. In. Miami it's like, jail in the nineties. Like, yeah, in the nineties, so it's like it's peak horrible Miami, and he like goes into the jail and like basically he gets beat up by people in the jail and shit. They just leave him in there, and it's just it is fucking scary and intense. Go check it out. He's, it's on YouTube. It's like. Two hours long. It's unbelievable. All I was going to say is that uh, in Scientology, when people leave and then they either start talking about the church or they are essentially trying to do audits themselves and like kind of start their own version of it. Uh, do you know what they call them? Mm. What? Squirrels. <laughs> and so then you have all this montage footage of people showing up at this guy's house being like, hey, squirrel, how you doing, squirrel? And they call themselves the Squirrel Busters. And oh. they have like their own t-shirts and shit. It's fucking out of this world, which brings us back to aliens. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with squirrels? 
Hey, squirrel. Hey, squirrel's fine. Rat's tough. Rat's tough, but that mafia already has the market cornered on that. Oh, you're right. I don't know anything about being no rat. <laughs> you know everything about being a rat, Mr. Hill. What is your, what is, to me, what is the most, to you actually, what is the most I realistic? Thought called, I thought he called me Timmy for a second. <laughs> hey, what uh, is, Timmy. What is Timmy? <laughs> what is Timmy to you? What's the most realistic alien? alien encounter that you've heard of? Like, what was the one where you're like, okay, I'm officially on board? Uh, the Phoenix Lights, which is, which is, um, like for maybe, maybe even if it wasn't just one night, it might've even been a couple nights where it was just, you know, these big lights were over Phoenix. Oh yeah. I've seen this. Like so big that it's like, it must've been one huge ship. Oh wow. And so the whole city saw everybody saw it. Dang. Everybody fucking saw. And then they move it. in tandem perfectly, so it was clear yeah. it was an outline of something. So not it's yeah, individual it's Jesus. And the the way it would block other things, it wasn't. It like, would block out yeah, stars. It wasn't stuff. like seven separate things. It was piece one. of one big thing. Holy shit! And then everybody saw it, and then everybody's asking, um, "What the fuck was it?" And then the mayor of Phoenix finally they keep putting off the press conference putting it off mm -hmm. and then finally he's like okay we're, we're we're gonna address it finally they call the press conference and uh, the mayor's like okay we we all know what happened everybody saw it we got to the bottom of it and here he is and then they just bring out one of his staffers dressed like a gray alien <laughs> like with handcuffs on him and was like it was this guy he did it and oh. they made a big joke and then that was the end of it that <laughs> That was where it was left. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's, that makes me so happy. Right? Like, they didn't even, like, the everyone's just like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And then it was and then people, Because that, that, that kind of is what, that's the mentality, I think, of, like, this New York, it's the New York fucking Times has an article about the Pentagon taking it seriously and looking into, you yeah. know, UFOs and whatnot, and nobody seems to give a shit. You know, yeah, either right. people were already on board and they're like, yeah, see, we told you. We need clear vision of a spaceship right. in our face well, for us to truly believe it. I think. Well, there was even um, probably in the 50s, there were uh, UFOs around the Capitol. Mm -hmm. I even I almost want to say because Dan Aykroyd's big into this. So it might have been, right? been the same day he was born. Oh, Dan Aykroyd? Yeah. Is that why he's so into aliens, you think? Mm. I mean, well, it's It he's very crazy. well may be. Yeah. Have you heard about the sounds? There's apparently all over the world people are hearing this very low hole. Like, that's how they describe really? it. Really? Yeah, and apparently you can't audio record it, but everybody's like, we heard the sound, and it's all over oh, the world. I love it. That's great. I love this shit. I also love the bloop. The bloop? Oh, but we found that out. That's... um. That's tectonic, tectonic plates. plates moving. Is that what it was? Yeah. I don't know. Well, what about, you remember when New York City smelled like <laughs> maple syrup for like two days? That was alarming. It was Jersey. What the fuck was it? There was something, there was like a spill in Jersey in New York City. Because I remember the uh, Bloomberg had come up and make a statement about it. But it he, did feel like he's like, it's something in New Jersey. And then yeah. the, <laughs> it's just New Jersey that you're smelling. New and everybody in New York was like, all right. <laughs> fucking cool, sticky Jersey. Fucking Jersey. <laughs> Fucking Tony Soprano knocked over his waffles. <laughs> Did you see anything about the spaceships around the Capitol? 
No, is that the fifties one? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going all different directions. Oh, yeah. Also, while I but um around the Capitol, but also mm-hmm. while I look for that. Have you heard about the Battle of Los Angeles? No. The Rage Against the Machine album? No. The Battle of Los Angeles, <laughs> no, which is also that? known as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid, was uh, an enemy rumored enemy attack and subsequent anti-aircraft artillery barrage from February 24th to February 25th in 1942 over Los Angeles. Um, and uh, it was reported to... Uh, the military called it a false alarm. However, multiple uh, conspiracy theorists and UFOologists have suggested they were extraterrestrial targets. And there's some old uh, footage... And uh, pictures of it. Oh, goodness. Of them following a oh, mysterious uh, craft that was located above Los Angeles. We got to put that as our picture mm-hmm. for the. Uh, you know, I'm really upset thing. with myself. The Rage album was the Battle. I think it was Battle of Los Angeles. It was Battle of Los Angeles. Of Los Angeles or for Los Angeles? I think it was of. Yeah. The 1952 Washington, D.C. UFO incident? Is that what you're referring to? Yes. The invasion of Washington? (laughs) (laughs) A series of unidentified flying objects from July 12th to July 29th, 1952, over Washington, D.C. And they took place over the weekend, which is nice, so people were at home, you know. That's nice. uh, Aliens working for the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) There's also, uh, I think a couple years ago, there's a... uh, in Mongolian airport, there's a Mongolian airport where there's a very clear UFO that was just very close to the ground. Mm. See if you can find a picture of that. Mongolian. What do you think, uh, what's your favorite alien movie? Just switching gears a little bit. I like the one where Sigourney Weaver goes to that island of men or something. They don't trust her. And then she like. Alien 3. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Alien 3 is my favorite alien movie. Really? I, I love it. It really gets a bad rap. But I think it's fucking amazing. It's great. That's the one where she like throws herself in the lava or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's a, you know, the only person she could trust is Rock. Mm. Charles S. Dutton. Right, not Dwayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not the, the, the Rock. The original Rock. Original Rock. Yeah, the trash man. Fox. Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> That was I mean I like Alien Three is great and I love Signs when I saw it but in retrospect mm. it's complete garbage. Mm. There was one where uh, aliens come down and they take the women because mm. the women can breed and then the men the women the wives like kill their husbands or something. That's a wild one. That That's sounds great. One. Yeah yeah yeah. The fourth kind is really good. The fourth kind. Yeah, that's like a docudrama. It's like a fake documentary. Oh. Is that the one in Alaska? Who, there was a, who was the woman with, in well, that? Uh, I think... Naomi Watts or... No, I think Mila Jovovich? Maybe. She's so beautiful. Uh, you know, she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> yes, the fourth kind, and yes, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> I'm going to flip this table over. <laughs> but that brings up an, uh, an interesting point. Since you're interested in aliens, what do you think about the fact that aliens seem to be drawn to areas of the country that are more isolated, parts of the globe that are more isolated? Because they go to the deserts, but then right. also apparently Alaska, which is where the fourth kind is placed. That's why it does feel like they know what's up and they're just here to take a peek. Yeah. I mean, there's interesting books about like, you know, Dolotov like, Pass also. Sorry, interrupted you. What's that one? That's the one with these the Russians. Or the Russians. They were just like this very isolated place. These people were camping, and then they were found, and like their eye, they were all found um, outside of their tent in these horrified positions, eyes and tongues pecked out, oh. and, and irradiated. Fuck. Irradiated, yeah, like fuck lots of radiation that. in their body. That's awesome. And also, they were found in the snow wearing no clothing. I mean, it's Russia. Yes. That's right. Chalk <laughs> it up to the Ruskies. <laughs> they cheeked your bears like dogs over there. They um, do. What were you saying, Matt, before I interrupted you? 
Oh, well, uh, you made you, you also made me think of I don't know if it's necessarily a good movie, but I definitely enjoy it is uh the Christopher Walken movie Communion. Mm-hmm. You can find the clip on YouTube like he he gets abducted, but he can't remember it. So then he goes under hypnotherapy and starts remembering it. And then you see flashes of it. And then at one point, he's literally having like he's naked on the spaceship, having like a dance party with <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> really disturbing oh and bizarre and hilarious. Yeah. Oh my nope. god! I'll definitely check this out for sure. And then, and then you know, they they keep cutting back to walk in under hypnosis in the you know therapist room, and he's just like, "Oh, I don't like this." <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you know what? My favorite alien movie—the one where the guy gets taken up. What's his? It Fire was, in the sky. Fire, oh, in, the Fire sky. in the sky. That movie sure. scared the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, yep. as a kid with the glasses and they're all broken, and you see him just kind of move, and that was wild. Yeah. There was also one I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me, but it was made for TV about a woman who gets abducted, and then what happens is she remembers waking up at night and looking out her window, and there were all these men, either like there was like an electrical van or something. And then they were like, well, can you describe the men? She's like, well, that's what you don't understand. They had no faces. And it oh. cuts to them like looking up at her window and they just blank white faces. Spooky. Yeah, wicked spooky. I love but like the ironically named Jim Mars has a good book called <laughs> Alien Agenda. <laughs> yeah. About basically like all the different... Um, Types of aliens? Well, yeah. just instances that were covered up and uh. then this happened and that happened. But I love the people that um, postulate that it's like we kind of have a a standing agreement with the aliens to not invade or make themselves known type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that. I believe like one of our people like had a meeting with them. Right. It was just like, Hey, you don't fuck with us. We don't fuck with you. Cause I- it, it, there is, it's interesting to think that these things started happening after we, you know, developed, you know, the atomic bomb. And mm. then the aliens were like, guys, <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the conspiracy theory, though, that the reason why we had a huge jump after World War II of uh, technology is yeah. because we got an alien craft, mm-hmm. and in exchange for technology, we allow aliens to every year take a quota of human beings off of the planet for Whoa. study. So that's why we get Uber and cell phones. And the internet. And right. The internet is because we took all that technology from aliens, but they get to take like 50 people from America, 80 mm-hmm. from China. It's kind of like the experiment. plot of King Kong. Quid pro quo, star man. <laughs> <laughs> I like all the friendly movies. I like the Close Encounters. E.T. Mm-hmm. E.T. is great. Yeah. Cocoon's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love Cocoon. I don't want to be taken. The Arrival. No, I, love I don't want to be taken. I don't want to be What if it was probed. like being in a zoo, but it's such a nice zoo, you don't even know you've been taken. That's what I think about. Like if you get abducted, you get put in an alien zoo, but they have higher technology. So it's like a stimulation. So you feel like you're just walking around New York and living your normal life. But in actuality, you're in a zoo being studied by aliens. My mind blown. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just sitting there with their mouth open. I thought you were going to puke. <laughs> barely leave the apartment and I could deal with it I guess no, every animal I've seen in a zoo is just like kill me isn't there like a thing where like there was like a convention of scientists or physicists or whatever and they like the edges of the universe are like digitized mm-hmm. and then they were like well is that right and then like some guys did like some quick equations and they, they just stood up and they were like 
Well, th- the only explanation would be that this is all a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> String theorists I feel, think that too. Right? Elon Musk thinks this is all a simulation. Yeah. simulation. That's how but, he's so ahead of the fucking game. Yeah. This giant fancy trains. But uh, string theorists think that uh, it's all simulation because if you get down to the nuts and bolts, theoretically none of this should exist. Really? Yeah. Why not? It's be it's very I mean, I'm a podcaster, I'm not a scientist. Good but point. <laughs> the idea that we are likely is highly unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they hate their lives, you know? Like, I love my life. I want it to be real. Even if it is a simulation, mm-hmm. I'd rather pretend it's a real thing. Because I like the taste right. of coffee. Well, I think probably mm-hmm. what it comes down to is that they're searching for answers, and then it turns out there are none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Or whatever answer is beyond our capacity to understand. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they do my granite countertops. You know? It's right. granite. <laughs> no. It's granite. They put a I know, but now why, how's, it sh- how's it shiny? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Like what is it? What's the line in uh, in uh, Hannah and her sisters? Like Woody Allen's dad's like, ooh, ooh, how should I know why they were Nazis? I don't even know how the can opener works. <laughs> Something like that. But there is one of those one of those famous you know like TV physicists that always shows up. The the, the Asian guy with like the long gray hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, You'll yeah. see him on the news and stuff. These talking head things. He t- he he had such a great explanation of. Uh, other dimensional beings and how they are beyond our comprehension. He was like, imagine that you're in an art gallery, right? And there's a painting of like a medieval setting. And then next to it is a painting of, you know, 1920s New York. And if you put your hand on the painting of the medieval times and then put your hand on 1920s New York, like because we're three-dimensional beings, these two-dimensional beings in the painting couldn't comprehend how this other being was able to be in the medieval times and Mm -hmm. in 1920s New York at the same moment. Yeah. You know, I did that, and I just got asked to leave. (laughs) (laughs) You stinker! Stinker! Get out of my museum! Well, that was the theory with uh, the Native Americans when Columbus's ships came in, that apparently the Native Americans couldn't see them because they couldn't comprehend a ship Mm. or something that size and that capacity. That is true. Also, there were tribes um, in... Africa that were in, located in the Congo, which is very dark and dense, and they never left the Congo. Mm-hmm. And then one day they left the Congo or were brought out uh, when they were getting sh- put on a ship to become slaves. Um, and they could not comprehend the idea of like understanding distance because they'd mm-hmm. never seen that far away without having things before them. So yeah. we're the original aliens. Oh. Something shows up in a ship, kill it because mm-hmm. it's going to take control of you and steal all your gold. Yeah. Rape your women. But it could be something like that. Like you just, if you aren't raised with understanding it, your brain can, can't comprehend stuff. After I think it's, what is it? Your brain stops growing after 25 or 26. And then oh. after that, you're kind of, I mean, you can have new thoughts, but it's like you, your brain is kind of, it's kind of like how children are going to be so much better at computers and understanding smartphones and technology because they are literally raised with it. Yeah. If you're not raised with it and in like learning a new language, your brain can't. Yeah. Ever do it after a certain point. I do want to take DMT because I hear that everybody's on the same trip and you go to this other place and aliens are like, hello, welcome. Mm. But then I was talking to this girl and she was like, don't do it. Everybody I know who's taken DMT is like kind of like a tongue hanging out of your mouth idiot after that. Like it changes. I knew a guy who didn't come movie? back. He didn't? He didn't come Enter back. the void. From uh, a trip. It was acid though. Enter oh. the void. Mm. That's great. But yeah, I knew a guy who was like, coolest kid in school he mm-hmm. was a senior when i was a freshman he led all the pep rallies 
And one day he ate a sheet of acid and, you know, he never came back. He just, like, walks around town with a tuba now. And fucking, he's crazy. Like, ever, like, ever, he just never, he's been on that trip for fucking 20 years now. Is he good at the tuba now? Uh, No, he just kind of, like, like, walks around town. He might be dead. I haven't been back in a while. But, uh, yeah, no, it's like, it's like, you never come, sometimes people just don't come back from that shit. Spooky. Yeah, you know. Be careful. That is the thing about <laughs> Moderation, psychedelics that I find interesting <laughs> is that the idea of is it less that I'm putting something in my body and I'm just hallucinating or is it more like <clears throat> excuse me, you know, like the old radios where you're like tuning in between stations because like yeah. if we're on this frequency and, and I can perceive the three of you and, and the, the walls and stuff, mm-hmm. now I've taken something that I'm like fucking with the frequency and yeah. like maybe the things I'm seeing aren't imagined but they're I'm actually able to perceive them now oh, oh yeah. yeah your brain do, you definitely use different parts uh-huh. of your brain I sure. walked into a pumpkin carving contest on psychedelics <laughs> this and is I could, the greatest start to a story <laughs> I could hear the pumpkin screaming ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a smile pumpkin yeah. <laughs> Amber I feel like every time I hear a new story from you I just understand your perspective a little there bit better wow. and I was telling people to please stop I was like stop it they can feel it and they're like Amber are you okay and they just like <laughs> left and then now it's coming out where plants know they're being eaten right yeah, yeah. So no. I was right the whole fucking time you knew yeah, I mean plants I mean how, how could they not know they were being eaten yeah and there's studies done where a plant is put in the center of a room and it's the same lighting but on one side of the room someone will play the violin for a couple hours a day and the plant will always grow towards that side of the room they have feelings that's a good gig for a violinist <laughs> You know, like <laughs> not a lot of complaints <laughs> or requests. I gotta get some practice. What if the violinist sucks? Oh God, like <laughs> it grows away. Yeah. Get me out of here. Listen, I think th- there's all about this one plant went away. It's like I think that was just a bad violinist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so aliens. This is the brighter side. You know that we try to find the good and everything. A cynics look at optimism, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is the brighter side of Alien, uh, just sharing the world with aliens. Oh. What is the brighter side? Um, I mean, the internet, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you mean in terms of like, maybe there's answers or something? Yeah, you know. I don't know, just, just maybe. Just, Why do you love aliens so much? Because, um, because, it's, because we don't know, and it's so curious, because it's like, well, what, what the heck have all these people been seeing or like yeah. what what is going on you know it is it's just such a curiosity mm-hmm. um and it's also just even just even the idea of like we don't really understand everything is just a guess really like even like like the the history of our galaxy let's say like like the asteroid belt it's like well what 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 did that was it another you know planet that got hit yeah, because like leading up the, to the 2012 thing, I got really into uh, reading and watching about like um, the planet X uh, mm. theory that this this other planet. I'm so ashamed of myself. I can't remember what it was called now. Mm-hmm. Um, had a uh, elongated uh, elliptical orbit. Uh, put in 2012 planet, and I bet you it would come up. I once did a school project on Uranus. You 
Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it was about time we made one. My 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 anus was screaming. Yeah. <laughs> 2012 VP113? No. A planetoid in the outer reaches of the solar system mm. with a elongated elliptical elongated super earth. Absolute. This is a very complicated Wikipedia article. Continue. <laughs> well, the theory goes that um it it only comes through every, you know, however many hundreds of years or thousands of years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that it's so big, it would fuck with our atmosphere and the gravitational pull and stuff, which like it, it, it explains why there were like every, uh, you know, ancient religion has a history of a giant flood. Oh, that's yeah. it. Really? VP, uh, one, VP 113. That's it. So if this is uh, our yeah. earth orbit, right, right, that's right. what it does. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. I can't remember um, the name that I saw it referred to as is what I'm trying to think of. The big A. But at any rate, like the idea of like ancient aliens who like, you know, because we went from living in caves to agriculture overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the idea that aliens came and did that. And that, like the, the, the theory of chariots of the gods. Yeah. Of that we thought that they were gods. It was actually aliens just kind of like putting a diaper on us and being like, go play. Um, but even a monkey will figure out how to use a straw. You know, like they'll, you know, there's bamboo and they'll suck up ants. You mm-hmm. know? Monkeys, they like, still build shit though. You know, they've yeah. been monkeys forever, but they ain't built a space. Yeah, but we're monkeys. So the idea of chariot of the gods is that they planted mammals. Right, that they, the, that they, that they, that they, the plan that we would ev- evolve that what, to, yeah, like that, that it explains the missing link of why, like, um, that they fused, they spliced their DNA with ours, and then that's what we are. Like, we're, so we're, we're, we're a half, monkey we're, fucked an alien. Yeah, yeah, we're half monkey, half why alien. Human, so we're like, why, apes. Human, why human right. beings <laughs> right. had intelligence, but other types like Neanderthals didn't have right. intelligence? Why like, how we were able to suddenly figure out language and math yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, you know, Agriculture was the big one I keep thinking of, but like you know, like the the, the that the Babylonians were able to fucking do it up. Yeah, um, I don't know, just the idea that we could actually understand who we are and where we came from potentially. Yeah, because mm-hmm. maybe they know. I love the idea of aliens, just like as a chaos thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's I, I you know I'm, I'm always about you know throwing a fucking wrench in the spoke and just you know flip and flipping everyone flipping out. I want to yeah. see. I want to see the chaos. I, and also, you know, I got to say, alien, a fight with aliens is, to me, the only way we'll achieve world peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think that maybe that's what the gift of the aliens could be, give to Earth, is that we could, like, finally, like, you know, forget about religion and just, like, just all, like, hang out with each other and know that this crazy thing exists. What if aliens were Christian? <laughs> I mean, you'd have to believe in God, right? Yeah, it's definitely a good vote for God. If aliens flew here, they're like, "Listen, God's upset." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. What do you think, Amber? What is your positive look on aliens? Uh, well, first of all, I say I changed my favorite space movie. It's now 2001: Space Odyssey. Great that's space movie. Mm-hmm. My fa- but no aliens, though. Well, I think because it's humans, like an alien movie. Yeah, no, but that's the idea. Is like that they the they left yeah. mm-hmm. you know the monoliths, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like at yeah. each quantum leap of our evolution mm-hmm. is they facilitated that, or they left it as like an alarm, like when they find the one on the moon or, yeah. or Jupiter or wherever mm-hmm. they're supposed to be. 
that the alarm goes off because it's like so it alerts the aliens like okay they made it this far now it's time for the next leap or whatever and then he no. becomes like a baby that lives eternally and can travel all over That's it's really right. beautiful mm-hmm. fuck yeah we're all babies. We're this all is the moral babies. of that movie. We're babies. <laughs> <laughs> we look beautiful alien babies. I'd like to see what the aliens eat. I bet it's some kind of soylent solution like we have. Like Probably they're... us. Probably us. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't think there's enough people. They're not taking that many people. Well, I mean, they could eat us. You know, like, I guess we... Do you think they're like cows? But you also, know? that's the whole thing about aliens is they could have grown up because everything on Earth is carbon-based, but they have this idea that alien life could be nitrogen-based mm. or any number of things, that different building blocks could have been what other types of life forms are built on on different planets. Mm-hmm. So it could be that there's uh, beings that are cognizant that have photosynthesis but also have intelligent life. Damn. They just soak up that sun. Oh, yeah. What's your positive look on aliens? Was that it? No, I've got a, I've got many positive thoughts about aliens. What do you think? Well, first of all, favorite alien movie, Earth Girls Are Easy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, and I would say the positive thing, I think that people love the idea of aliens because on some level, it's the idea that we, if we make contact with aliens, we could skip a lot of questions, that aliens would have answers about larger questions about mm-hmm. the universe, mm-hmm. about, you know, the idea, even when you see, you know, the popularity of Star Wars and Star Trek, there's this idea that we're going to be connected to a larger community of intelligent beings and that we're not alone in the universe, because I think that's truly, to me, the most, the scariest th- idea is that aliens don't exist and that intelligent life is incredibly rare and that if human beings get snuffed out, that's it. That's the only beings in the universe that we're the only ones that were able to become self-aware and have things like language and music and so your biggest science. fear is what most people believe to be true that we're the only intelligent beings yeah or also what's very scary is the idea that maybe intelligent life is not only rare but very easy to snuff out that we outsmart ourselves that's the idea of with nuclear power it's so incredibly powerful but it could also destroy all life so maybe all intelligent beings accidentally blow themselves up essentially or do stupid things like over farm and then you have famine and so i think the idea of aliens visiting a planet is kind of peaceful because it's the idea that other societies exist and that there's and not only that, but they're farther ahead of us and that if we could communicate with them, we'd get the big answers about, well, what are black holes? You know, what are, how do you travel between the stars? How do you do nuclear fission? How do you do all of these things? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the brighter side is it really engages in the idea that I think people get depressed because the earth is pretty much totally explored. There's no new frontiers on earth, but this, but space is a frontier. It's kind of like, when Richard Pryor came along, it took a lot of the pressure off of George Carlin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it was like, oh, there's aliens. Okay, it's not all on us. Yeah. <laughs> aliens are listening to this. It's all radio waves. It goes out into space. Mm-hmm. So this will live on because this will keep uh, like heading out into space. It might well, be more just like Leave five stars, please. Nibiru. N- uh, mm. That was the name of the planet. Nibiru. Nibiru. I, I believe it was the name of the planet. All right. Do you think aliens are a fan of our podcast? I mean, I don't think they understand much. I mean, of it. you you hear from somebody on Twitter, or whatever, like, oh, so and so talked about you on their podcast. You're gonna listen to all three hours of it. Yeah. Like, Where is it? Creminor. Nibiru. <laughs> Nibiru is a pseudo scientific proposed outer planet within our solar system, described by Zechariah Sitchin. Yeah. However, it seems to be based off of VP 
one one three. Yes. Cool. Well, they, like that's the, like part of the. It, obviously, no one has a clear idea of what it is. But mm-hmm. the, the idea being that that's where like the shape shifting reptile overlords. Came oh, from. that makes sense. And when they go far, far away from the sun, they probably that they go mm-hmm. into little ice ages. Because then that that's why they left a, a bunch of them still in charge. Because because every ancient culture does have some sort of a reptilian god or like dragons or something in it. Yeah. Because that's the interesting thing. Of yeah, like, why do we inv- why does every culture have dragons? Right, even like somebody like, you know, China and, and Great Britain, like two cultures that never interacted, both have dragons in their mythology. It makes no and sense. And Native mythology. American art has dragons and right. also alien and uh, yeah. flying uh, spacecraft. Or there's like, and you, art. there's all those... Um, like Renaissance paintings mm-hmm. of like the Virgin Mother or like, you know, things in the Bible. And then in the background, you see like mm-hmm. little spaceships hidden and guys like looking up at the spaceship and stuff. Yeah. That shit makes me crazy. <laughs> Jesus Love was it. an alien and we fucking strung his alien mm-hmm. ass up As for, we trying to, for telling us lies. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite alien movie is the X-Files episode of The Simpsons. The Passion of the Christ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bring you love. Oh. Hey, he's trying to bring us love. Break its legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. That's been the brighter side. Oh, and it's not my favorite alien movie, but check out The Arrival sometime oh, with Charlie great. Sheen. That one is good. Yeah, with the Actually, alien. Actually, I look like a can of mashed assholes. It's one of the best lines ever in a movie. What was the line? He goes, somebody says to Charlie Sheen, you look like shit. He goes, Actually, I look like a can of mashed assholes. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to The Brighter Side. I'm Ed Larson, Amber, Nel- uh, Amber Nelson, Mary Kelly, Matt McCarthy. Thank you so much for coming by, buddy. You're absolutely welcome. And for more on this subject, listen to the We Watch Wrestling podcast where we discuss Aerostar, a wrestler who's from outer space. Oh, there you go. Full circle. <laughs> Full squared circle. Uh, and taking us out today will be uh, the first song off of the electric spanking of War Babies by by Funkadelic. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. Just listen to it. It's all about aliens. Live your life. Be good to yourself. And be nice to aliens when they show up. You never know how much free internet you might receive. Goodbye. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.